This is the PropTech VC Podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content. You know, as a, as a VC, I've, started, I've seen maybe three or four pitch decks now where on the advisors, and maybe even in one case on the founding team, they didn't have the name of the actual person. They just had like, you know, a, a digital avatar. And that's, that actually gave a lot of credibility. Like, wow, these guys are really into it. I guess I'm investing in some monkeys project here, right? But uh, this, is, this is how people are taking it. This identity really extends, you know, we like. There's a fascination people have with, with avatars and identities. Now, I want to touch on another uh, concept here. We, we've had a guest on one of our previous shows who was all about property rights, digital rights. When you are overlaying a digital world on a real world, in your case, 64 billion plots, you can go to Superworld's website and you can even you know browse through and you can buy tiles, right? Well, hold on. Are you telling me I can suddenly, me, I can own the Eiffel Tower? I, I can own Google's headquarters? How do you, ha- I mean, this sounds like a disaster waiting to happen when it comes to you know lawsuits and property rights. What's your thoughts on all of this? And what, 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 what's, the, uh, what, what's the answer to this? Yeah, so to be clear, in Superworld, you know, again, we've created a, a virtual overlay of the real world, right? And we've divided that overlay into 64 billion plots of land, 100 meter by 100 meter. So when you buy those plots, you do not get ownership of the physical, you know, property or land on top of the surface of the earth. What I'm doing is blocking out a block of land on top of the real world, virtual land, right? And so, you know, when you buy a virtual block of land, whether it's in your neighborhood or whether it's in Paris, you know, encompassing the Eiffel Tower, you know, for you to understand where that block is, you know, we tell you, hey, this is where the Eiffel Tower is, or this is where the White House is, or this is where, um, you know, Big Ben in London is or whatever, right? So this is a way of understanding on the map of the earth, what is there and what you're buying is a virtual, you know, plot of land uh, on the Superworld platform structured as an NFT that enables you to become a stakeholder on the platform, um, be able to, again, uh, you know, uh, earn monetization from your activity and user activity that happens there on that block. you're literally buying a piece of the Superworld platform. And that's what it means when you, you buy, buy a piece. Line. If you buy a piece, let's use an analogy. Let's just say, I don't, know, I don't want to use a school as an analogy. And I definitely don't want to use a military set as an analogy because I'll be, there's a lot of fun things you could probably do by, you know, um, overlaying things. But let, let's pick a, a sporting example, like, you know, a sports stadium, right? Um, mm-hmm. If I buy a plot of land for, um, like a sporting area that belongs to a certain team. Who gets to control what's displayed in that plot of land that I just bought online or in the virtual yeah. community? Right. So again, if you bought a, a plot of land that covers Yankee Stadium, right? Yes, and, exactly. And you're a Yankees fan, let's say, right? Um, and, and what if uh, I'm not though? What 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 if yeah. I'm from a rival team? That's where I'm getting to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So okay, so let's let's go with that. So let's say you buy the Yankee Stadium, you buy the plot of land that encompasses Yankee Stadium, right? And you might need to buy, you know, one or two to get the parking lot and all that, right? Just to be clear, right? Um, and you you get all of those, and you're a Red Sox fan, right? Um, and you 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 can create anything you want at that location, and and so can any other Red Sox fans at that location, and so can any other Yankees fans. There's an infinite number of filters on the world. So if I go to the game and I'm your friend and I'm, you know, let's say I'm a Red Sox fan and I want to see your content because I know that you put some crazy stuff out there. You know, I can see your content by going to your filter of the world. But I can also go to the Boston Red Sox filter and see what they're doing, the official let's say, content that they're placing at Yankee Stadium. Or I could, if I was a Yankees fan, I might never want to see your content. I, I don't care. I want to see what the Yankees are showing me or my favorite players are showing me or what, um, you know, the fan, my favorite fans of the players are showing me, right? You know, back to esports or, you know, watching these esports games, some people might want to see what fans are kind of creating, what kind of modding content that's being created there. And then, you know, the other way to think about it is, you know what, maybe there's a car show next weekend at Yankee Stadium. And now there's all this car content, which maybe both both of us would never even know about because we're not we don't even we're not even going to the car show but guess what the cars are there right now and they're on the field because you know what the car show is coming and they put the cars there because they know the Yankees fans and the Red Sox fans what's are the, here. What's the primary overlay because obviously where I was going with this is the platform could be easily abused if you take over sites and you force content and suddenly if someone's smart enough and of course your platform doesn't do this it seems but if someone's smart enough they go buy the you know yankee stadium at a discount currently when all the fans are there they could start putting crazy stuff in the super world you know layer but what you're saying is that no everyone gets their own perspective and you can tap into those it's like a twitter you know yes when you go to twitter you can see a curated feed and I'm sure you can see like the official, you know, there must be some linkage, right? To see the official property owners, virtual representation, but you can also go and browse through and click on people's um, content. Is that, is that right? 100%, that's exactly right. So I have the, you know, if I don't want to see anything, I don't have to see anything either. You know, I can just see a clock. <laughs> yeah. so, so, you have, so why buy? I mean, why, why buy? Like the real estate folks are wondering, I'm gonna buy this plot of land like a parking lot because when COVID happens, I can sell that site to the government and we can do testing. Or I can, you know, sell it for party space. I can knock the parking lot down because of zoning rights and I can eventually build a skyscraper. I mean, I get to control what happens with the physical real estate that I bought. What are you saying here? Are you saying I can buy virtual real estate, but I have no benefit? Except I can well, sell the rights, but what do you get by owning the rights? Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that a few things. One, when you buy physical real estate, you are limited to, you know, one experience because you build a parking lot there, you build this, you know, a store there. That's what's there. You have to build in physical space. Um, you don't have the optionality of, of having an infinite number of things there, depending on who shows up. Right. Um, but the beauty of, of the metaverse and Superworld is that what is there 
is really based on what you want to see and who you are and what's your mood, right? And, and you know, uh, what brand you're engaging with. So, you know, again, um, the content itself is variable, but if you own the land, you are able to get a share of all of that monetization that happens there in the infinite number of filters that exist there. In that plot, in that plot. So someone, exactly. someone should go and buy the Yankee studio. Right now, people should be going out and buying every major landmark. That's what you're saying. And that's what's happening, right? So people are buying, you know, everyone has different kind of interests. Some people buy stadiums, some people buy downtowns, some people buy vacation places, some people buy historical places, um, some people buy their homes or residential places because, you know, the content can be viewed anywhere. These infinite number of filters can exist in your house too, right? Or if you live in a, you know, a skyscraper, there's lots of people that live in a very dense verticalized structure. So again, that even further kind of, um, you know, causes more and more filters to be created because you're going You're, you're buying a future revenue stream of all commerce activities and any transactions that happen in that plot of virtual land. That's the business model. That's the future, you know, cash flows that you're buying when you buy the... Uh, Plot. Yeah, the best way to put it is you're a stakeholder on the platform. You're literally buying part of the the physical. You're, yeah. yeah, back to the land analogy, which we call it virtual real estate for a reason. Is this real estate is where in the physical world you'd build a stadium or you'd build a store, but in this case you can build an infinite number of things, and so can everyone else, right? And so now you're becoming a stakeholder because you own this plot of land, which is this you. Know, you know, um, uh, you know, this kind of uh, this open uh, canvas uh, for anyone to create, discover and monetize anything. You know, and being a VC, I can't help but deep dive into business models. Uh, and what I what I find really fascinating about the infinite number of metaverses that can exist is that uh, it's a beautiful idea, by the way, that you can have an infinite number of metaverses and each one you can have an infinite number of filters and, and things that happen, right? But the network effects, which is a term often misused, but the network effects here uh, for the few key platforms that take off are unbelievable. And I, I, I'd love to talk about yours, but you know, an easy one here is like one of the big ones, like Decentraland or Sandbox. As they start to get more and more users, as they start to get brands coming in, as they start to get people sinking in money and buying land, that creates these inbound network effects where the more consumers that come, the more brands that come, the more money that's spent, the more entrenched and more valuable that ecosystem becomes. Until today, the tokens are trading for, you know, the market cap in the billions and billions of dollars. And, and you know, virtual homes are being bought for millions of dollars too. And, and you know, virtual plots of land, unlike your land, these are like purely fantasy land, you know. Uh, on their own map. I, I love what you're doing because it overlays with the real world. But I can't think of another business that can create such a crazy network effect. You know, I don't know what you think about that idea. Yeah, it's it's very powerful and, and mind blowing, which is what I always hear when I um, when people understand what we're building at Superworld is is the word mind blowing, and it blows my mind um, because you know as you um, very aptly stated, um, the opportunities and network effects. Um, that are created when you are, you know, working, playing, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of uh, entertaining yourself um, 
uh, educating yourself, um, you know, interacting with lots of brands, um, and you know, able to do that in geospatial environments, whether you're there or not there. Um, you know, if you look at um, what's happening in culture in the past, you know couple of years with COVID, I think a lot more people are becoming very accustomed to doing things virtually. You know, we're on a, uh, a Zoom call right now, and most people are. And most people have come to the realization that maybe they prefer that um, as opposed to going in for a commute sometimes or maybe all the time, right? And so as we're getting more virtual, virtuality in and of itself inherently, as, as we've discussed, um, adds uh, you know, a tremendous amount of optionality in terms of creation and discoverability and monetization. Um, you know, at Superworld, you know, we're, we're in digital commerce, e-commerce, advertising, gaming, data, analytics, decentralized finance, just to name a few. And those are gonna evolve as the technology's involved, as we you know, start getting into you know, brain-computer interface or haptic suits and, uh, you know, clothes for your avatar and, you know, those 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 kind of use cases and features are, are going to get even more ingrained in many aspects of our lives.